There's your volume, don't forget. This one? Oh, damn, that's loud. Hello. Hello. Hey. What's Hi. up? How's it going? May I speak with uh, Mark? This is he. Oh, hey, <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Grr. Uh, how old are you? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Denise, be quiet, damn it. You're ruining the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Corona Diaries. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another brand spanking new episode of the Corona Diaries, or as I wish it would have been called, Rona Diaries. Yeah. Because as it turns out, everybody and their mother has a podcast named Fucking Corona, Corona Diaries. Diaries. My bad. Yeah. Good job, Denise. Thanks a lot. Fuck. Anyway, Denise, why don't you tell all the fine folks at home who we have this week? And yeah. We have a very special guest. Oh, a special. Very famous <laughs> worldwide. Famoso. Mark Anthony, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So he's going to sing for us. He's going to sing for us right now. <laughs> what, what's a really famous... What, what's, your, what's your biggest hit? Corona Dive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new song? I don't think I heard that one before. <laughs> it, dude, it's a brand new hit. It's going to... Oh, it's going to take over the nation? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Um, yeah. Anyway, Mark, yeah. Welcome to the show. Say hi to the folks out there. Hey, everybody. I hope uh, you guys are enjoying yourselves indoors. I am. Safer at home, right? Yep, safer at home. All that jazz, yeah. Except for you. You're still out there. Yeah. On the front lines. Yeah. I am. I am out there. Still working. Still serving the people. But yeah. <laughs> are, are you what the people call a first responder? <laughs> you know what? I, I've actually been trying to figure that out. because i once heard that we were considered like second responders Mm. but when things do go down like we are actually out there with with the other the other first responders so yeah i guess we would be considered some form of first responder cool well anyways yeah i guess i guess why don't we tell the folks a little bit about your line of work and how it's changed i guess in in the recent historical events (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I, I work for a law enforcement agency. The position I'm in, I, I serve. Um, I serve court documents. Yeah. <laughs> court docs. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a process there. Yeah, I know. Get a lot of hate for that. Works for the man. But, um, Fuck this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know what? It's it's a it's a pretty busy job. Um, where I work, it's it's one of the more busier offices. Mm-hmm. The busiest. Lately, though with all this going on, I guess we sort of stopped all the, the office work coming down for us to serve. It's basically whatever batch we have left, uh, we're going to serve that. And then they're going to pull us into the office or send us to other locations uh, for, you know, whatever, whatever the stations need or whatever the agency needs. Lately, I've been getting a sort of (laughs) weird kind of vibe from people. It's just sort of like, I'll go and I'll, I'll try and serve somebody and they'll give me this look, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you coming near me? Yeah. And it's just like, well, you already know the deal. Like, I'm trying to serve these papers. And it's just like, you know what? We're trying to quarantine ourselves. It's like, you're outside. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's just sort of the, the thing that's, like, happening. I, I When it first started happening, mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of was sort of, you know, nonchalant about the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, it's the flu. I was one of those people that wasn't really concerned, you know. Yeah. Um, 
because I'm, I'm pretty healthy. You know, I, I keep myself healthy with, you know, nutrition, exercise, breath work. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> tell me more. Yeah. And, uh, it took someone close to me, you know, to, to wake me up and be like, bro, like you have elderly people in your home. Right. Exactly. Right. It's, it's not just about you. Yeah. And, right. and once I like listened to that, I was like, Oh, oh shit. Um, so yeah. Um, but before we got there, <laughs> I was out there like serving and like shaking hands. Um, you shake hands when you serve like, people? The, yeah. I, I remember shaking, I shook this lady's hand and I was just like, Oh, you know, cause I give my name out whenever I feel anxious, uh-huh. you know, serving somebody and I want to feel some sort of like connection. So they don't think I'm just a dick. Right. I was like, well, you know, my name, my name is Mark, by the way. And they're just like, Oh my God, what are you doing? Why are you touching my hand? And I was like, <laughs> uh, what? She's like coronavirus, dude. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Gotta give him the elbow, the elbow, bro. Yeah. It's the elbow. I now, know. dude. Right. But, but they hadn't said that. Right. 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 This is yeah. like when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, dude, like whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, so I had it a couple more times and I was just like, all right, dude. So then this last one I tried to serve, I called the guy. He was just like, yeah, who's this? And I was just like, oh, this is, you know, officer, officer Mark um, <laughs> from the uh, law enforcement agency. Uh-huh. And as soon as, as soon as I said that, he hung up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> then I called, I guess it was his girlfriend. You call people before you serve them? So this one's up in like the hills. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, it was really hard to get into, and it's like a gated sort of area. Oh, fancy. Um, so, yeah, sometimes I have to call to like get the code or, you know. Okay, whatever. wait, okay. So, I'm curious. I'm curious. And and if, if this is going into too much detail, like just let me know. We, we don't have to go into, into that. But mm-hmm. in my line of work, I'm used to like, okay, you're being served like an eviction notice. Is that what you're serving, or you serve other kind of documents too? There's divorce papers. Oh, okay. There's child custody papers, oh, uh, levies, wage garnishment. Oh, okay, so it's all kinds of stuff. Small claims, yeah. It's, it's oh, okay. See, because the, at my job, when we get served, like, let's say somebody's suing us, and they're like, oh, here you go. It's just some random ass dude who, like, just, I guess they're, they're just, like, somebody that they just hire, and they're like, oh, here, go serve some papers. And they're like, okay, right, cool. Yeah. And it's just, like, a random yeah. ass dude. Uh, but then when we try to evict somebody, then, yeah, we do send somebody else, like, more official who goes and, like, does that. So I guess I wasn't sure. But, okay, so you serve all kinds of stuff then. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 got it. Because I was like, dang, like, who's getting evicted up in the hills? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's been plenty of those, dude. Oh, me. damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, so then, yeah, so you were like, so so then once Corona hit, you were, that had to change your approach a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So I, I'm not getting a lot of my, my processes served, for one. Mm-hmm. And then, too, there's just this sort of, this weird, I mean, there's already sort of hate. Right <laughs> for for law enforcement, but like on top of that, it's just like, oh, you guys like fucking like I don't know, they're just like a bunch of expletives and just telling me that you know I'm stupid for being out there. What am I doing? I'm I'm gonna like infect people. It's unfair that we get to work and they don't. Why are we essential and they're not? And uh, it, it's just a lot of a lot of anger, which is totally understandable. I mean, I, I get it. Well, but I mean, a lot of times weird, it makes the job a little more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure I'm sure it's already not like the funnest job to do. You know what I mean? Like you're basically like delivering bad news to people like all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah, but then on top of that, you add the the new circumstances that we find ourselves in. I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Wow, seriously!" Like with all the shit going on right now, like they still want to serve me fucking papers for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you still want to get a divorce. Like, you still want to get your <laughs> child support because it's child support too, right? Not just child custody. So I feel like those are important issues of like <laughs> child custody and like child support. You know what I mean? Even though in these tough times, it's like... No, yeah, yeah, yeah for dude, sure. That's shit that you should have taken care of. You know what I mean? Right. And then I guess the, the silver lining, I guess, is that a lot of times the people you're serving are probably like assholes who have been like dodging this kind of responsibility for a while, right? <laughs> yeah bro yeah it's like bro don't be mad at me (laughs) like if you were a more responsible adult i wouldn't fucking have to be here (laughs) (laughs) but then obviously you can't tell people that and yeah like that sucks too because it's like man i wish i could tell you right now but i can't so whatever just take your papers let me be on my way (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a it's a good lesson in in self-restraint but also also empathy man i've developed a, a sort of sense for for not taking things personally um it's actually big for me. Great <laughs> 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 than that, man. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, everything's about Mark. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Would you consider yourself an empath? I can honestly admit that as a child, maybe up until I was maybe about eight or 10, uh-huh. maybe. Yeah, I, I would say I was. And, you know, I, w- I, I would have thought. You know, in my teen years, I'm like, even my adult years, um, until recently, you know, I sort of uh, happened into a relationship where this, this partner of mine is very perceptive, genuine empath. And she would call me out in a lot of my shit. Um, so the most recent thing um, was that in relationship, especially, uh, I can lean sort of the opposite way, which is like narcissism. Uh-huh, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and not the typical, like, oh, look at me, and like, you know, such a babe. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's more about... Like low-key narcissism? Yeah, well, it's, it's more about self-preservation. So, so you, you oh, talk okay, about right. conflict, and it's like, it, the typical empathic response to conflict is to lean into the other person and, like, see into them and sort of be like, okay, well, something's going on with you right now. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I help? Or what do you need? Whereas me, on the other hand, if, if shit goes down, we're in conflict, I have to protect myself. And mm-hmm. however that looks, um, whether it's like, you know, defending my position or, you know, being super reactive and like verbally snappy, you know, that, that's about as far as it goes. But <laughs> that's a sort of like, I mean, it's, it's common, you know, defense, but it, it's, it's a sort of narcissistic type of behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah, in relation to like empathy. Um, so yeah, I've actually have been practicing that. Yeah, I discovered that empathy is is a practice and it's not just something you're, you're kind of born with. So yeah, that's uh, I've been employing that in, in my workspace as well. It's helped. It's helped a lot, man. <laughs> You'd be surprised. The way I used to go out and serve, getting a sort of like, fuck you, man. It's like, well, that's not my fucking problem. <laughs> like, you know, I used to get people, I used to get people telling me, you know what fucking time it is? I'm like, yeah, it's about three hours after I woke up. Like, why are you barely waking up? You know, and now it's just like, you know what, man? I totally get it. It's fucking early, dude. And, and I'm sorry. If it was up to me, I, I would not have woken you up. And uh, I imagine it's it's super, <laughs> super irritating to be woken up at this time. And, you know, if there's anything you need, but my number's right there. Damn. And, you know, it's just like a completely different response. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what, man? It's cool. Like, I know you're just doing your job. I'm like, I am doing my job, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even in empathy, I still sort of have that, like, yeah, 
Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, that's right. Fuck you, man. So I guess in a way that that work that you've done on yourself kind of helps out in, you know, this coronavirus time where it's kind of like even... So it's like, do you know what time it is? And also, do you know there's this like pandemic going on? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? And, and even on like a, a broader scale too, um, I feel like this coronavirus has sort of forced everyone to sort of realize how interdependent we really are. So I, I know there's a lot of uh, sort of you know, touchy topic, but in law enforcement, there, there's a lot of, lack of empathy yeah no for sure yeah yeah and you're sort of trained to just you know be a dick (laughs) but not to be a dick but because you you're like hyper vigilant yeah um and anytime you're hyper vigilant you're you're stressed your body is in a second stress state now Mm -hmm. um so yeah so i I feel like the coronavirus has sort of woken up a lot of people like i would say a majority of people to their own sort of like the collective narcissism of the planet so to speak um, right and i feel like i'm one of those that sort of like had to fucking wake up to that I, it's not just me like i'm seeing it in like other you know agencies too um and i have some buddies you know in the department as well and in other agencies and, and they're sort of just like man like i get it you know I, I get why talking to me in a way that like i'm not used to like i, I talk that way with my circles like my men's circles and stuff like that but in the department, like, I was the only one before recently, you know? Yeah. The only one who cared about, like, <laughs> genuine connection and, like, caring about someone else's experience versus just doing what I'm trained to do. And I feel like this is great because I think this is what these law enforcement agencies have needed. They've needed to understand the needs of the people, you know, versus sort of, like, well, this is your itinerary. <laughs> you know, you have to get this done and put away the bad guys versus <laughs> and I just think it's the way society set up man like it's just sort of like punish the bad guys instead of you know a progressive sort of rehabilitative approach but yeah anyway it's a, it's a long sort of way of saying I think this virus is sort of you know as sucked up as it's been man like health wise it's I feel like it's done great for the energy of like the collective and the sort of the psyche of a lot of people especially in the department well, but at the same time, I guess there is a reason why the department, any department, any law enforcement agency kind of operates in the way that it does because, and and it sucks that it has to be that way, but at the same time, it's like, well, if, if all the cops are out there just kind of like empathizing with everybody, then it's going to be like, hey, man, like, listen, selling drugs is illegal, but I totally get that this is kind of like the only way that you had to make it in life. So, all right. I don't cool. think they're going that extreme, but I feel like the whole like parties and stuff, how they weren't going to give out like tickets or anything or fines right away, like in the beginning. Right. But like now they're right. kind of going a little bit more hardcore because they've already given that warning. Wait, what parties like, are you talking about? Like, like the, gathering, oh, like like gatherings. the gatherings and oh, stuff. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm glad that you're seeing it like as like some t- somewhat of like a positive, like in the sense that you it's kind of like change your perspective and stuff. And I know you had to work on that. Like I wish some people like in say the the job of like property management would oh, <laughs> have a little compassion. Like they're so by the books, and it's like yeah, I understand you're trying to run an operation or whatever. But you know they're and it's like, dude, I'm glad that. They can't give out eviction notices. Well, I, and I know some people are dicks or whatever, just like stupid with their with their renting and stuff. 
but yeah. it's like dude like have a little compassion like and understanding and some people just like don't like get that you know what i mean um and they're just so focused and i understand you need to do it by the book and you need to like do it equally across the board or whatever but some people just like just yeah they're a bit crazy so right that's yeah. just my take on it i'm not saying anyone in particular i don't know any you know particular property right. management people but you know yeah <laughs> no I, I absolutely agree so like to sort of speak on like what, what rod was saying there's there's a difference between empathizing and enabling like that's yeah exactly yes yeah, yeah. no yeah i, so, totally I mean like agree. you can still empathize you know and just be like fuck man like and you'd be surprised how how cooperative or willing someone is when they're being empathized with so it's sort of like you can like make them see that it's okay you know to sort of like experience what they're experiencing but at the same time there's consequences for actions period like no matter what the intent was or like you know the upbringing behind it but you know like i see you is sort of the underlying message and like you're okay even though you're in jail <laughs> like you're, you're you're getting out of this house you know like and yeah you'd be surprised man like um there's actually courses on that that i've, I've been seeing lately that I, I honestly personally have never seen before i don't know if they've had it before but there's courses in the department like empathy training and oh, it's like, oh shit, man. <laughs> like it's wonderful i saw one of my buddies like taking it the other day and that is cool though that, that's cool he didn't do too well but <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he failed but, you know he tried <laughs> i know some people that would fail <laughs> i think it's wonderful to see that and do I feel like the department itself or law enforcement agencies themselves can sort of turn around communities? I, I don't think so. I think it's a societal sort of thing that has to be sort of fixed right. you know, over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do agree with you that you can't just sort of be like, oh, you know, empathizing here and there and like everything's all, you know, sunshine and rainbow because yeah, people will take advantage of that. Yeah. Like people will see your weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote weakness. Yeah. They'll see that as a weakness. Exactly. They'll be like, oh yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want with this person. Like, cool. Oh, yeah. this guy's not going to shoot me because he's empathizing with me. <laughs> Boom, got, got him first. Yeah. 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 So I, I get it. I mean, it's, you're right. You know, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a long, I don't want to believe that, but I, I feel like practically speaking, it's going to be a long time before the mindset sort of shifts. If it ever even does. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with COVID and all that going on, like this is, it's a great opportunity that we can seize, you know, and just sort of use that to sort of shift the paradigm around around empathy and you know narcissism and all that um, and greed. But I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, given humanity's history, and it's a bit pessimistic of me, I'm sure. Like I I, I can easily see this swinging back to quote unquote normalcy, um, where people just see this as a uh, oh yeah that was crazy huh? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was a, that was a weird little blip in our in our timeline you know right, right right yeah yeah and then that that was gonna be my next thing that i wanted to bring up like i i know on your social media you've been putting up a lot of like oh no like why would we want to go back to normal like normal wasn't working obviously have have you kind of given it some thought about what you think maybe the new normal should be i i do like have little thought experiments with myself <laughs> you know like here and there but i i don't i don't understand the like politics of things well enough to mm-hmm. to really have a strong opinion about it right but i think yeah like being in this position where it's like shit dude like we have to take care of our needs we have to 
sort of like minimalize, is that the word? Yeah, minimalize um, <clears throat> and just sort of like look out for each other, you know, whether whether we're crammed in a house together or sort of, you know, apart on freaking Zoom or Skype or whatever. And just like learning to, man, there's so much material. I'm trying to squeeze it into one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, learning how to like, so, so part one <laughs> is like learning how to, so I live with my family and as much as I want to say, like, they're all different personalities, they're actually all the same. Um, incredibly narcissistic, incredibly self-absorbed. Um, and I am sort of the odd one out because I, I can like see them and see their patterns and see what they're doing. And sometimes I'll interject myself and be like, Hey, like you actually have a valid point. Like, would you be willing to listen to her, you know, or him mm-hmm. and uh, sort of sit them down and like, you know, I've been able to sit them down for like three, four hours one time until they like solved something. And it was, they really like understood each other. And they just sort of looked at me like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, being forced to like be crammed, you know, in the same place with each other, you have no choice, but to like, beat each other down with your patterns of like verbal sort of, you know, I guess this would be the word for it, the verbal abuse, you know, with each other, like, but the like routine sort of familial abuse, you know, where you're just like super reactive state with each other. You'd like beat that to the ground until there's nothing left, but to see each other. And I've seen that happen in my family. And it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> like we've been doing this dance every day. And you saw this happen because everybody was kind of like, oh, like, well, we're all stuck here at the house or like this was something that was already going on even before like all the pandemic stuff started happening. It started happening like moving into the pandemic. Like it was before, but Mm -hmm. you sort of felt this like air. (laughs) There's a sort of like air, the feeling of like something's happening soon. At least that's how it felt for me and uh, and my my partner Mm -hmm. at the time. And then it happened. It's just like, this is weird as fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> it was sort of expected in a way. Yeah, like, it just sort of like, it started happening, man. Like, in my household and in other people's households, I talked to friends who have similar experiences. And it's just sort of, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll sort of plant a seed and be like, in the middle of an argument, the same argument for the path, like, however long. Um, like, aren't you guys tired of this? Didn't you guys have this argument yesterday? And the day before, and the day before, and the day before? Didn't you solve it already? Like, why are you still on this? Like, yeah. what's really going on beneath the argument? And yeah, it was just sort of like, fuck, you're right. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that's a good thing. But then on the other side, and like, you know, I can't speak to this personally. I think there are people who are in very real trouble out there. You know, like women, uh, especially with uh, their domestic partners who are very abusive, like physically abusive. Oh, yeah. I was um, just talking to Denise about this earlier. I was like, aren't you glad yeah, that yeah. I don't beat up on you? Because otherwise, like, you know, you'd be stuck at home with me right now. Consider <laughs> <laughs> yourself lucky, oh, bro. <laughs> but not even like the physical well, abuse. It could also be like mental abuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely psychological, emotional abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Just as bad. Um, if not worse sometimes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, that's that's the other side of it. And it's just sort of like, what do you, what do, you do in that situation? Yeah. So, even though even though things are like looking up, you know, on one side of the world or of the token, like on the other side, it's, it's worse. Um, and I, I can't do, I can't really say much about that. I'm like, like I feel for that. And like, I, I hope there are people out there helping um, in that situation, but it's an equally like great time, but also shitty fucking time for some people, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which even as I say it, like, you know, to jump back to the topic of like working, I feel super privileged, man. 
Like I'm the only one working in my household right now. Oh, and it's just like, yeah, like so many people I know are just like, fuck dude, like I'm broke. Yeah. My barber, my barber is like, bro, I'm fucking broke. I'm like, Oh shit. Um, fuck. How how can I support you? (laughs) You know, (laughs) but like, I, I don't know like what I can do in that situation. Not that it's, you know, up to me to like solve, but you know, like I, I try and support. But yeah, I can. you want to like help out, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, and it's just—I it, feel super privileged, man, because people live paycheck to paycheck here, man. Mm-hmm. You know, in the states, it's weird calling it the states. <laughs> but yeah, dude, yeah, and I get why people are just like, "Well, fuck you, man!" Like, at least you're working. It's like, well, yeah, you're right. Fuck <laughs> <Like> me, right? <laughs> Well, Mark, uh, Mark Anthony, I appreciate your input on the Rona times right now. The and Rona what we're times? Going through. Um, I just... Even that would have been a better name for the podcast. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, bro. <laughs> but like going forward, um, I don't know. Do you have any like positive words or like positive advice that you would just want to give to people like in this time right now? Yeah. So I want to say care about each other. And I know it's easier said than done. And it's sort of vague as well. But before you look to yourself and, and what these stories mean about you and what you're doing to someone else or what someone else is doing to you, uh, care about the other person's side. Care about their experience. And I think this is the perfect time for that. And really use this uh, sort of situation to, to bond with people and, and create genuine lasting connection, especially if it's family. Like that's, that's your tribe, man. No, oh, yeah, definitely. At least you have a tribe. It's just like me and Rod. And then just me most of the time since oh, Rod's always working. Jesus I'm going to create my own little tribe, like me and the dogs. And then just I'm going to lock you out. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep in the garage, bro. <laughs> hey, I like it in there, dude. <laughs> Work on your drums. <laughs> yeah. Drumming it up, bro. Come out as Neil Pert. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Neil Pert only have one arm? No, dude, that's the other guy. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, my bad. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Mark. I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to. Well, probably not, because yeah, like we want to keep it pretty confidential. Because I was about to say like, oh, like if people want to follow you or if you want, you know, people to reach out to you, like where can they do that? But maybe not. You you know what? They they totally can. Have an oh, okay, Instagram. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean it's it's private, but I mean I'm not I'm not not that much of a private person to be honest. Like I'm pretty open with my shit. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty easy going. So if if you guys want to catch me on Instagram, it's probable dot self. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I'll I'll put a link in the show notes if anybody wants to uh, look that up. Well, you know what, Mark this this was a this was a nice conversation it was interesting to get that that different perspective on on these sort of things that are going on right now. And yeah, especially because I know that you've been doing a lot of work on yourself and kind of like self-actualization. I don't know if that's the term for it, but that's kind yeah. of what I'm calling it. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, so thank you. We appreciate you spending a, a few minutes of your time with us on a Sunday night. On Easter's. On Easter's. That's right. As we're <laughs> recording this, it's, it's Easter Sunday. This will be out in a few weeks. So, you know, it won't be Easter's anymore, but... <laughs> It was Easter's, and we appreciate you taking the time on Easter's. <laughs> so I love Easter's, man. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the invitation. My Corona Diaries. <laughs>